Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Yunikla, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. First of all, for returning listeners, apologies for being away for a bit. There's been a lot of stuff happening in my life. I'm in a new studio, for example. I have a bunch of new projects and jobs that have been keeping me busy. But uh, I've felt horrible for not making these episodes uh, for myself as well as for some of you listening. And uh, I've said this before, but every time I'm away from this podcast, my mental state begins to decline. So I really, really do need to uh, keep at it. There is really no practical excuse for it. So apologies for the delay, but uh, I am again trying to get back onto the horse. One of the big reasons for not doing this, these monologues that I've been doing, is that I've wanted to transition into interviews. I think that's kind of the next evolution and stage of this podcast. And uh, I can't say I've been working hard to make that happen because I've been busy with other things. Uh, But that's something I've wanted to transition into, which has meant that these monologues have been uh, delayed quite a bit. But I'm back. I will try and do better uh, now and in the future. And uh, that's enough of that. Uh, Let's get into the episode. Today, I thought I might take a moment to talk about not feeling it. When we're trying to make change happen in our lives, one of the big roadblocks that prevents us from moving into that change is emotion. We can stop to think logically about how those goals and things we want to transition into, how those align with our values and with our aspirations. But now sitting in the moment, the current moment doesn't feel as inspiring and magnificent as thinking about those goals. And one of the biggest dream killers ever is mistaking the emotions of the current moment as being proof of the falsehood of the dream itself. Now, what do I mean by that? When we think about our dreams and aspirations, we love to romanticize them. We love to glorify them. We love to immerse ourselves in the flood of positive emotions that hit us when we think about that dream. But then on the day, once we do the magnificent thing of getting our shit together and actually start to act on that dream, we're now shocked that it doesn't feel the same way as thinking about that dream. So most people make the assumption that, hey, if this doesn't feel the same way as thinking about the dream did, this must not be the path to it or this might not be right at all. Maybe this isn't my dream at all. And that observation, that kind of thinking simply comes from lack of understanding of what it looks like to actually execute on a dream. Work is always work. And work always, to some degree, has its mundane manifestations. The grey, dull shit of getting stuff done. And if you make the error of mistaking that pursuing the dream is supposed to feel the same way as thinking about the dream, then you're bound to never achieve that dream. Building anything in life, that process is never going to be just 
positive. It's not going to be fun all the way. But what makes that process unique to other types of work is that you're building towards something that truly means a lot to you. And in my estimation, that is the key to keeping this process going. You have to remember what you're working towards. For example, right now, I have way too many projects on my plate. And that's my fault. That's poor planning. That's poor execution. And even though I love all of these projects tremendously, and initially I got tremendously excited about them, and I still do once I actually stop to think about how awesome it is that they're transpiring. Once you're in the execution part of a project, it's always going to get, or at least parts of it, are always going to get dull and gray and tedious and boring. And hey, you start working and you confront your own inadequacies, you're lacking skills and perspectives and techniques. And that loops back into your negative self-talk and you think, well, I'm the worst singer ever. I'm the worst music producer ever. I'm the worst composer ever. All of that is natural. The key is utilizing approaches and strategies that allow you to move past that. And in those tough moments, when it gets really tedious and you really don't want to do the work, I think about the end result. I think about the moment when I get to release this music, put it out there, give it to people, hear what they have to say and share that with them. And I also know that that process will be accompanied by a tremendous amount of sense of achievement, self-respect, being proud of yourself. We all know that doing hard things and bringing them to completion and maybe even doing them to some sort of a successful level, it feels amazing. And we often lose sight of that because we so rarely bring those kind of things to completion. But when you're embedded in a project, in a process, you really want to keep that close to you, not in a way that is self-inflating and self-congratulating, because that can fool your brain to actually think that you've completed it. And instead of doing that, I encourage you to think about the day when the song is released, the album is released, and those comments start coming in. And perhaps even you can sit down in front of your speakers, your monitors, and have a listen with a glass of whiskey, glass of wine, glass of beer, whatever you like to enjoy, and sit down and actually be proud of, if not the entire project, then maybe components of it. And you can then take that and bring that into your next project. But whatever end results, you know you can reap the most benefits from the most positive emotion that fuels you. Keep that close to you when you're in the middle of that project. When you're in that dark moment, that dark, tedious phase where you really don't want to do the work, you know, stop and think about this. You could also call it meditation because really it's the same thing. But think of that moment, think of that fuel that makes it worthwhile and then start working for that. Let that propel you forward. It doesn't mean the work itself is going to be amazing or uh, necessarily fun or fulfilling. But at the end of that day, you know, 
okay, I'm now one step closer to that day, to that moment. I think it turns a project into something more tangible. Often the enemy is intangibility. It's that we don't know when it's going to be released. It's that we don't know when it's going to be mixed. It's that we don't know when the tracking of the vocals or the drums or the pianos are done. It's that it's somewhere out there in the ether. It's when it's not actual that we fall into this loop of despair and intangibility. You really want to leave each workday feeling like you're one step closer. And again, there are a lot of techniques that we could be mentioning here. For example, one of them would be to break the progress down to as small of a slice that you can actually manage. And a lot of people don't want to do that because it doesn't feel substantial enough. But hey, measurable, tangible progress of any kind is better than faffing about in the studio for eight hours, actually not progressing the project at all. And it's really through those small victories that we can build momentum. I've talked about momentum so much on this podcast, but it's a real psychological phenomenon. When you see, hey, I actually did that, which now led into this phase, which I could begin. And now that leads into this. And you get to that momentum by starting with the small and seeing that, hey, I could do it. It is literally like a, like an avalanche. It starts small somewhere on the top of the mountain. And once it gains momentum, speed, uh, the mass increases. And now it can become this massive force. The way we perceive progress and speed, mentally speaking, is exactly the same. And if you underestimate that, then it's a pretty surefire way of never getting to that practical execution. The problem is that we don't make these processes tangible enough. We don't make them actual. And that's exactly why your project has been on your hard drive for three months, half a year, a year, five years, who knows? It's amazing how much work we can get done if we're willing to get actual, if we're willing to get tangible, actually tell ourselves what is it today that we're willing to do in the studio. It could be as small as fixing one word in a song or EQing that one snare or fixing some volume automation on your kick drum. As long as you make it actual, as long as you say, this is going to be the task I'm going to take care of now to the best of my ability. Once you do that, you actually have a foothold. You have a chance to create some of that momentum and turning that workday into something that actually leads to that dream that you have, which is to put out that song, to put out that album or whatever else it may be. So never mistake the emotions you feel when you're thinking about the dreams with the emotions you have when you're pursuing the dream. They are not the same thing. They're not the same process at all. Sometimes when you're executing, you might see glimpses of that. And that's fantastic. Take it in, enjoy it, acknowledge it. Use that as fuel, but get back into doing. Because that, again, that's a component of momentum. So when you see glimpses of that finalized product, take that as inspiration, but direct it into another process that will advance your song further again. Because what most people do is what we talked about in a previous episode. Should you celebrate your successes? Most people see those glimpses of that final product in the midst of a recording session or whatever it is you do. 
you see a glimpse of that and you get excited. Of course you do. You, you, you see a bit of that finalized dream. But the mistake is to stop and celebrate and taking that glimpse as a sign of completion. Because it's not. It's only a glimpse. It's a small piece that you sense in there being right. So when you see those glimpses, be inspired by them, be fueled by them, but don't mistake them for the real thing. Take it and move into the next thing, move into the next thing. And now you will begin to see the compiling momentum of those small victories. And you're getting closer and closer and closer. And I don't suggest you stop to celebrate until you're actually done, because then the victory will feel far sweeter than it ever would have otherwise. So that's it for today's episode. Hopefully some of that was useful to you. This is a gentle reminder for myself of where my focus should be. I've also been having quite a few conversations with different artists about this same thing. And I think this is a reminder for all of us to maintain proper focus, maintain a proper rate of progress. There's no reason that we should be spending half a year, a year, two years on a project when we could do it in, who knows, in a month, in two months, three. Um, and that gives us more time to create more amazing things. So that being said, I'm going to start editing and recording some more vocals. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I will see you next time. Finished.